0: You want to say something, Dave? You just need to tell Jacqueline to shut the fuck
1: up.
2: Hey, Jacqueline.
1: Hey, Jacqueline.
2: Hey, Jacqueline. Yeah. Shut the fuck up because we're. Listening to the Nomad Happy Hour, the podcast by Nomads for Nomads. I'm Johnny, the MC for this podcast. I want to welcome you to join us today. Sit back, grab a drink, grab a bowl, whatever your flavor is. I'm Robin. I'm Jacqueline. This is John. I am Chase Muller. Cheers, kids. it's happy hour. Back with another episode. Ah! And we have Diggity Dave. Looks more like he should be going giggity, giggity, but we're going to go him diggity. <laughs> diggity. Diggity, diggity, <laughs> diggity. All right, what's, so, up? what's going on? This, I've been yelled at enough in the past by just taking over the spotlight and not introducing someone immediately diggity D? Dig. tell us who yeah. he is hey hey i guess uh i'm david and i live
3: in a van uh you live in a what and, and I, I live in a van why would Ta-da. someone do that
0: <laughs> all right all right so, why would you do that and i live That's in a van with my doing. dog
3: yeah here we go why would Am you I, do that so <laughs> i have i have lyme disease and oh, really? it turns out, yeah, and it turns out that there's just not enough doctors out in the south. And no,
0: there's
3: uh, not. No, and I was bedridden for a while, and all this terrible because stuff have, happened, and I, I decided I that it was I'm easier young. to just, oh, wait, wait, I just decided that it was just easier to go see the doctors. So I jumped in a van, and I've been living national park to national park while I like, travel the country going from doctor to doctor.
0: Where are you at?
3: I am in Eugene, Oregon, and actually I came out here because there's a lake, and it's just beautiful. I, I came, oh shit, prepared for the site. So, I have
0: dysautonomia, and it's, but it's basically, like, you get dysautonomia with Lyme disease. I Wait, you have
3: get have Lyme
0: disease. Dysautonomia?
3: I don't even know what that is.
0: Um, it's a long story. <laughs> But it's a lot of the symptoms that you have is caused because your autonomic nervous system is not, does not work right.
3: Your autoimmune system?
0: No. Yeah. Autonomic nervous system.
3: Well, yeah, it's like my body feels like it's stuck in that fight or flight minute. So like it's painful all the time. It sucks. Yeah.
0: It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll so, have to, we'll have to talk we'll have to talk after the show about it. No. Yeah. yeah we, and this not, is why
3: and this is my dog. She's actually half coyote. And if awesome. it wasn't for this dog, I would still be in a wheelchair. Oh. Um, so that's why I live in a van. And I ended up here in Oregon because well the quarantine happened and you know everything sucks. So right. um Yeah, so hey, I'm David.
0: <laughs> so yeah. now, do you have do you have hyperadrenergic pots? <coughs>
3: Wait, what? I don't I don't know what that is.
0: See, did you you have been seeing sucky doctors? No. <laughs> uh,
3: no, nah, I, I, I just finally I just gave up on western medicine and now I'm seeing naturopaths and I'm a vegan and I smoke weed as medicine, so it's and all I do is like eat healthy and work out, so like I don't know what the fucking doctors want. Right, right.
4: Trying to get right. my body
3: in shape again, so uh yeah. So maybe question. this way I can learn to live in pain. I don't know. It's okay. uh, we'll, definitely, yeah. we'll
0: definitely have to get together after after this and and yeah. chat. So definitely,
4: David. Before you lived in the van, you weren't a vegan. You were your your lifestyle was less healthy. Is that correct?
3: No, not at all. Well, sort of. I don't know.
4: So? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, you became not, a vegan not. after you moved into the van, right? And yeah, you started seeking that, Western medicine afterwards. So my question yeah. is, how did you find that transition to be while living in a van?
3: Oh, it's the most complicated thing in the world. It sucks. <laughs> 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 so right. living in a van, I don't have a refrigerator, so I have to go shopping a lot. And mm-hmm. what I found out is that it's just way cheaper to eat fruits and veggies. And I went on Pinterest and I got a bunch of like recipes and now I'm like a cook, and I use it to impress all the girls. It's, <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but um, I have a small cooler, and I live groceries two days at a time. It's complicated. Yeah. It's, about it's about what I do, it's too. the hardest thing. Yeah, it's and about since how I do it. I, and I learned that I can't have meat or butter or any of the good stuff. Because it oh, just nice. melts. It just everything just goes bad real quick. So yeah,
4: uh, I can't have cheese anymore because it just melts like within the first part of the day, and then there's no point. Yeah. And there, you can't keep ice like ice long enough. Not in like hundred and twenty degree degree heat. Like it's just
2: impossible.
3: Yeah. So uh, oh, I go through <laughs> a lot of ice. Mm-hmm. So you don't uh, have solar
2: or anything set up. I do, I do. That's actually how the lights are running right now. Okay. So, have you not thought about getting one of those electric coolers that don't use ice?
3: Yeah, they don't work. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I know that. What? Well, they. Okay, okay. All right. What people don't understand about them is they only go thirty degrees colder than ambient temperature.
0: Oh.
4: God. So if it's a hundred well,
2: degrees. If it's still going to be 70 degrees. Right. Yeah, so you and if you need your veggies days. cold, uh-uh. Yeah. But if I... you're in 80-degree weather, it'll be 50 degrees.
3: Now, I did find a micro gas-powered uh, refrigerator, mm-hmm. but I couldn't fit it into what I currently have as a setup.
2: What is your current van? What is your current setup? Oh, I live in a Dodge Grand Caravan. Our oh, name is car. Oh yeah, I love Wait, it. We I'm have the stealthy. same
4: exact van, like year, engine, everything. We have the same exact van, just different Wait, colors. We do? Oh yeah, oh, yeah dude. Do. Do. <laughs> you, you didn't know that. I thought you knew that we had the same exact van, just different colors.
3: I'm I'm 07. Are you too?
4: Yeah, it's an 07 3.3. Oh nice. Hey, we have but to van <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I told you. I told you. We figured that out like a year ago. What the hell? <laughs> yeah.
2: But Dave, right. had you have, have you had to start your van by hitting it with an incense burner? Uh, uh no. No. <laughs>
0: That's no. funny. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, we know. We know. That's a private joke.
4: So my... No, it's uh, the podcast ghost. Um, so if you watch an episode of the podcast, I can't remember which one, I... My starter was going... Or I thought my starter was going out. My car wouldn't start. So I, like, beat the shit out of my car with an incense burner, and it started.
2: She was trying to force good vibes into it.
4: Yeah, and and it worked. So... um, Peace be Becky. Forever. <laughs> also, like... What's your my- What's your mileage at on your Steven?
3: Oh my God! I'm at 150. Finally.
0: <laughs> finally.
3: So I'm I've, at- I've put 70,000 miles. No, 60,000 miles in this van in one year and two months.
4: Yeah, he's a lot of <laughs> like miles. I, I drove
3: around I the country hard.
4: Mine, like, mine hit today. It hit 200,000. Like. Was it, 201000 Did you take a picture? So I didn't um, because uh. I was driving by a cop, and I was like, mm, better not. And I, yeah, so I hit that today. Also, my steering pump thingy is going out, so that's cool.
2: Beat it with some good vibes. It might come back. I'm
4: telling you, I don't think it's going to work this time. I think I actually have to replace the goddamn parts.
3: Oh, that sucks, dude.
2: Whatever.
1: (laughs) You actually think that you
2: So that was like, you actually think good vibes are going to fix a piece of shit is what I think I heard.
3: (laughs) That kid's a trip. He's awesome.
2: So, uh, Dave, where did you start your journey from?
3: Oh, I started in Atlanta, Georgia. So I came from living inside of the city.
2: So you're OT- ITP?
3: Yeah, of course. Come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> I and was OTP and
2: went to school ITP. Wait, where are you from? Um, no I'm from South Alabama, but I went to the Art Institute at Abernathy and 400.
3: Oh, okay. So I used to live in that area. So Dunwoody is a little town ne- directly next to it. Like, uh, you have, the next exit was the mall, yep. and the one after that was where I lived. So, I lived right up there inside the perimeter. So, like, uh, Dunwoody High School.
2: Ah. I was excited We stalked like, at everything. <laughs> I lived off Roswell Road for college. and yeah. Me too. <sighs> I miss Atlanta, but I don't miss Atlanta. Um, I had a nice apartment for very cheap, strangely, back in the day.
3: Yeah, dude. Oh my God, I used to pay five hundred dollars for five hundred and fifteen square feet.
2: And I had a two bedroom, two bath, basement level, uh, big, huge dining room, living room, patio, and big kitchen for six hundred. Yeah, dude. Right um, on the lake. Wish... Oh, are we talking so nice. about like
4: ten years ago? You guys are getting so. Is that what's happening?
3: No, yeah. longer. Atlanta right Love now her. kind of got big. There's just so many people there that rent in that area is now like two grand a month and it's just terrible. Right. And gentrification just sort of killed the city. So um it doesn't matter where you go now, everything if you don't have money, it's just hard to be in the city. There's nothing to do.
4: I actually I have a friend who moved into her van in Atlanta. Because she was like I could pay all this money for an apartment and not enjoy my city at all because I'm just going to want to be in my apartment all the time or I can save all that money and then see my city every day and that's what she chose to do and I thought that was kind of cool.
2: Yeah, unless you're living in hot Atlanta with all that humidity. (laughs) Yeah, I think think she
4: (laughs) goes somewhere during the summertime, I'm not really sure but um,
2: she has Oh no, Atlanta sucks all the time.
4: But (laughs) I just that's the only person i know in atlanta but that she like made the choice to go out and do that just because the rent was so expensive in atlanta
2: so dave if i said phoenix and dragon would you have a clue no
3: well i mean i mean either it's night you're talking about knights of the zodiac right now and like saint Seiya all the way like i get that
2: but no it's a metaphysical uh, bookstore off roswell road uh, no
3: no idea <laughs> <laughs> no idea i went to the house of laughter once and it sucked like everything was better downtown downtown
2: <laughs> gotcha Ugh. so oh. uh Jacqueline, any news since we haven't heard from you in a while um my life sucks oh bullshit and <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i'm totally kidding um, I don't know now. You've been, uh, you've been on a phone call with me teasing something big and hairy. <laughs> you dick. You fucking <laughs> I was looking for one. <laughs> <laughs> but he had so, a fucking shorts on. So Johnny
4: happened to call me yesterday while I was still in bed with a certain handsome fella. And, yeah, so that's how yeah. that went. And because they like to fuck with each other – Johnny and Jeff, because for whatever
2: reason. Oh uh, no, I bet that was
4: hilarious. It was so good. It was
2: so good. (laughs) And then he's like playing on the phone, and Jacqueline tries to reach over and starts playing with his nipple, and she couldn't find his nipple because his
0: phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was so awkward
4: and so funny and so fun <laughs> and so normal for my life, oddly enough. Um,
2: but, uh, but yeah, no, so, okay, so I
4: What's don't know. the status
2: of the world where you're at?
4: Oh my god. Are you talking like COVID. Well, I guess you're talking everything because the whole world's going to shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Things are good here, uh, except not re- Okay, I should explain. Um, we have the hi- We have the highest um, rate of affection in the state where I'm at because there's a bunch of people who just refuse to wear masks. And we had a bunch of other issues where people were like having parties to spread COVID and shit.
3: So, i heard
2: about that you, that's ridiculous yeah. that's
3: insane so,
2: did you oh, hear where money. it was uh alabama the students at a college was having covid parties and they were putting in bets and whoever got it first won the money oh my fucking
3: are you God.
0: serious
3: and yes. of, yeah and there's a bunch of dead kids already fuck.
0: Like, and that's what yeah. our, and that's and Dad. that's who's gonna run our um our nation see They're right there Bunch it, of dumbasses. It, it is Montana.
2: <laughs> so, Montana's trying to get in on this.
0: Oh my God, I love
4: that dog <laughs> so much. She's so sweet. Hey, David, can you tell us the story of how you got Montana? Oh, absolutely. And why you named her Montana? I know the story, but go ahead, tell us.
2: <laughs> so, where's Hannah?
3: Montana. She's Hannah. She's <laughs> Hannah Montana. Hannah, Hannah, Montana, Banna, Banna. So I, uh, Montana is a koi dog. She's actually, she's half coyote. The other half of her is like a shepherd husky mix. I don't know, but she's nice. Um, I was, this is a wild animal, it sucks. <laughs> like, but she's the sweetest, yeah. <laughs> um, I was up in Montana by Glacier National Park and they had closed the border because of snow in Canada in a general area. So we decided to try to sneak into Canada, <laughs> to go up to the, <laughs> into, into the mountains. It's doable. We know the road, like, you know, <coughs> it's simple. There's no cops. <laughs> so, um, it turned out like, yeah, I'm there was a no problem and we couldn't go through. So we turned around and, uh, the last gas station that you find out in the wilderness of everywhere is, um, in this tiny little, um, Indian reservation. And this dog was just begging for food. She was like all skin and bones. And I kind of asked around, like, hey, whose dog is that? And the locals were all like, oh, no one wants a dog. There's not just problems. Get her out of here, eh? It's like, oh. Super nice people. And uh, they warned me she's a coyote. She's going to cause a problem. But, uh, you know, gave her some food. She jumped in the car. She hid underneath my bed for like 24 hours straight. And, uh,. When she came out, she was like, hey, what's up? She kind of said, like, all right, there's a spot. And it took me seven days to get from the area I was in over to Seattle, where I was going to supposedly drop her off so she could get adopted somewhere. And, like, by that point, like, nah, we bonded. We're besties. Like, you yeah. know, she follows me everywhere. She's the sweetest. She barks at cops. It's the greatest thing ever. This dog is a tit. It's so good. You know? No, she is a wild animal, so she also goes hunting, and that's just we can't do that in the city, boo boo. So, because of that, even though I'm getting an apartment in Eugene, what? we're always outside. Yeah. Boo. No, nah, it's too hard to travel. This whole corona hey, thing sucks. It's too hard to we travel. We were going right to talk
4: now. about that today. That was my topic.
3: Nice. We'll circle back so don't to boo it.
4: it. Don't boo it. <laughs> yeah. but, we all have our shit.
3: I work on a farm in Northern California, so I still have to drive eight hours away to work for a week. So I'm here for two weeks.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: Um, I, I found a job doing work camping, so I can go to this campsite. And as long as I keep the area clean, they let me stay there for free. And, um, and I get an apartment in town, so I get to see doctors because I'm still in recovery. I get to do right. my workout routine, which is perfect, and I get to stay in the van. I get to move around a lot, so I'm like, yes, this is good. I don't get to settle, settle. The apartment's just in case, like you know, you know, shelter, shelter. Yeah. Right. And there's like, nothing. Like,
0: there's nothing worse than having and like, like a bad shower. <laughs> and a shower,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, the shower yeah. and the privacy of your own bathroom. <gasps> I'm another bathroom again.
2: <laughs> Jackson, I'm gonna mute you with that thing. Mute me. <laughs> I tried. I, I muted Robin. <laughs> <laughs> let me unmute her. Well, let me unmute her. <laughs> Why did
1: you mute me?
2: <laughs> I went to mute Ro- uh, Jacqueline, and I muted you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're all touching on something that I wanted to bring up today. What's up? What's up? So I've been here at the compound all summer. And my mm. summer vacation is coming to an end. Dave, if you don't know, I have what I call a compound. It's a park model camper. With it keeps people of- chained
0: up. Don't let him lie to you.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I, I, uh, I feed you spaghetti and get you drunk on uh, moonshine. And make sure you leave it on your bumper as you drive away. While wow. you get naked in my outdoor shower. What? <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs>
1: Okay, um what it won't let me unmute her. It won't let me
4: unmute <laughs> <you too. laughs> Oh my god, I'm
0: so dead. That was oh
4: hilarious. Oh my god! Holy shit! Oh it hurts. It hurts.
2: Jacqueline, was I lying on any of that?
4: No, so no, not sorry. a bit. Not a bit. So <laughs> David just say, so you know, one of um, our other podcast hosts had um, went and stayed at the compound for a night and Johnny fed him spaghetti got him super drunk
2: and hang on the, the other the host night, the other host John got him drunk on too. pure moonshine
4: oh was John oh, got that's I so thought cool. it was new so anyways Chase took a shower at Johnny's he has an outdoor shower at the compound
2: which John um, helped me build which during John the beginning of quarantine build. cool cool cool
4: so it's... We're a weird fucking... Fucking weird group
2: here. see <laughs> that <laughs> But back to the finish out her story, he got so messed up off of drinking pure moonshine that when sometime in the middle of the night, he had to open up the back doors off his van, could not lean out far enough to expel the moonshine, so the spaghetti and- ends up on the back of his bumper on bumper. his hand. So <laughs> and as the, goodbye leads, <laughs> the goodbye picture. The goodbye picture is with spaghetti on the back of it. <laughs> nice. so, that's
0: very cool. very that's cool. real friends. Very that's cool. real friends for you right there. <laughs> right?
2: <Yeah>. But <laughs> as the summer ends and schools start back up, I got work coming up soon. Oh, so, and I work the Northeast. So I am looking at every resource possible on how for me to still live no, live in my van while I go back out on the road. Now, the first week, I'm in Pennsylvania. So at yeah. the moment, the gyms are open and they're allowing showers in Pennsylvania. Okay. The second week is in New York State, whose gyms oh, are not open. Yeah and where i'm at it's like a 15 20 minute drive to a truck stop so that's doable but i'm already paying 23 dollars a month for showers now i'm going to be paying 12 15. but then my next two weeks are in new jersey in a very urban area no campgrounds no truck stops why don't you just do this because i'm in big black tube Right, I'm in town. I, I urban. Yeah, anywhere. but it's like there's parks everywhere. You wait. Have you
3: have you never taken a hobo shower before? Baby, ah! yeah. <laughs> like, like you're making it too complicated. There's no drink, <coughs> and you need to keep your shit clean. You do what you got. You do what you can with what you've got. Like, oh my gosh, I should have sent you guys the pictures of where I took a shower today. Like Oregon is his, beautiful. His you guys need to come to Oregon. Cool it's beautiful.
0: I've used Ugh. a gallon milk jug before <laughs> yep. and, and filled it up with water and left it out in the hot, in the sun, let it warm up. And then when it got dark, the water was still <laughs> hot.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's not bad. So two things, Johnny, if you wanted to do it in your, I know for you, you can't stand up, so it's going to be a little bit harder. But what I do if I really, really need a shower is I get um, a tub like uh, I mean, obviously this is gonna be harder because you're a lot larger than I am. But like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like what that is that thing? thing? Like a plastic tub. You, you know? can like, you can use those little, those big giant tub. Yeah. Yeah. So you you get in oh, that, hilarious. you stand in that, you get a solar shower from the camping section at Walmart for like twelve bucks, and you put that on top of your van, like just strap it it on let it warm up throughout the day and then get in your van take your shower using your solar bag and then um just dump your water however you are able to do that but the problem is yeah just be resourceful
3: with the water
0: even city, and we don't have
4: BLMs the, here. Well, see, and that's right. why I'm saying you can do that in your van. That's something you can do inside of your van, oh, no. where <laughs> no one would see you do it. It would be very uncomfortable, but it is possible.
3: It is the
2: well best I could probably do. I would do.
0: pay. I would pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: right here, Robin. Right here. <laughs> Hang, hang, hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. Hmm. Let me, let me, let me channel someone. Robin, go fuck yourself.
4: <laughs> yes. yes, yes. I
1: no, will, but, I, I, will, I mean the bet. best.
2: The best I can She'll hope for with my setup is going to be a um, a baby white bath or what they call the bird baths. Mm-hmm. Where you just wet I a towel and and do that, and hit the ditches and the pits Mm. and ditches, is it? (laughs) That's what I call a hobo shower. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, could you see, like, some fat random white dude in the middle of town with already a creepy-ass white van opening the doors, getting butt naked, pouring a gallon of water over his ass? (laughs) Wait, why do you care? Just do
3: it.
4: (laughs) Oh, God.
3: Just do it in the middle of the night. There. Yeah. But yeah, I, don't, <laughs> True, I, I but... think
4: I'm kind of spoiled in the fact that I'm on the west side, so like we have all this open land where we can just go yeah. and kind of hide and no one, mm-hmm. even in the middle of the desert where you can see for 12 miles straight, I can still find places to hide where people can't see me, so I think I take that for advantage sometimes, I don't well, know how w- people do it in other parts of the country, I really don't.
2: Well, the two weeks I'm in New Jersey, I looked, and on the map, it doesn't look like I'm very far from a friend of mine's condo. Ah, and I that's already good. know that I there can get access to their condo, but I fucking put it in on the maps. It's a forty-five minute drive one way. Uh, and it's like yeah. the next town over. It's like yeah. how? Well, you know, you only really need to
3: you know shower once every few days, right? You know? Yeah. Like that. Or, you know, the other option is Tinder. <laughs> you hook well, um, up and you jump in the shower after you always take advantage of it. You take a shower afterwards. It's a, you yeah. know, just well, got to make well, sure you're I'm putting in probably, the effort. He's got a
2: point. That is, it. That that is that some that
4: up. raw van life advice right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually heard people talk about using Tinder to find resources. Oh, I've heard that
4: so many times. <laughs>
2: But one of my ideas is, is possibly looking at couch surfers and be like, or couch surfing. Uh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, pandemic. Pandemic. I don't need I to like sleep in, in your beginning. place. Huh?
4: I did that when I first uh, moved in the van. It did not, was not, didn't work.
2: Well, I was just looking at like a place to park and then a shower you know yeah. like hey look i'm in your area i am having issues can i use your shower you know and be open to the community like that you i looked at do airbnb like that right true but they want That's some expensive. money yeah,
3: expensive. Oh yeah, to park overnight.
2: Yeah. It, my, you might have a different
4: experience being on the east coast. Like you may just
3: be more. <laughs> yeah, you're close to the city. I,
2: that's worse, too.
4: Yeah, it's you're more in the city, so you may have a different experience, but for me it just wasn't like a
2: so, pleasant. So life. let's pause for a minute and tell you my Airbnb lovely story. Oh my god, I
4: love stories.
2: What? So I am in <laughs> Vermont, New Hampshire line at a very small campus, well known college. And I book an Airbnb. $30 oh a, a night. When is this? Five no five years ago roughly. Oh, okay. A while back. Okay. Yes.
3: And wait, how and much for the night? Like thirty bucks.
2: Ah, that's not bad. That's good. Right. And so the listing was talking about how it was rustic just off the Appalachian Trail. It showed a cabin in the woods. Nice cabin. And was talking about drum circles at night. And I'm like, okay, so rustic, this is going to be a little hippie. There's drum circles. So there's probably going to be like some organic farming there. Probably go in and they're going to like be vegans and shame me for eating cheese. But... (laughs) So I Which get eat
0: chicken and cheese right now.
2: <laughs> so I get there in the middle of the night. the The landowner agreed to stay awake for me, and I park in what looks like a junkyard. Are you okay, Robin? Yeah. All right. So I park in what looks like a junkyard, and he walks me through these not piles but stacks of discarded material. Takes me to a cabin that looked good 20 years ago <laughs> when the photo was first taken. There's a big blue right. tarp over half the roof. I go in oh, and the place is just covered in dust, unswept, exposed <laughs> wires. Hey. Not so, Sorry. <laughs> she's like, cop, cop. <laughs> so you're absolutely he takes right me-
3: which is true they were absolutely right so i need a second
2: <laughs> so he takes me to my room and it's a mattress thrown on the floor with sheets kind of piled on it uh we washed these a couple days ago they should be clean make your bed and this is where you're sleeping hey, wow okay, so this is still this is early may still up in vermont new hampshire area so, he takes me to where the, shows me where the bathroom is, and I notice immediately the shower is used as a storage container. There's just stuff all piled up in there. So, I'm like, so where can I take a bath? Oh, well, um, me personally, when I need one, I just jump in the creek, so the shower really doesn't work. Oh, shit. I need to work. I need a place. So, I stayed the night, woke up, and I walk around outside, and I start seeing these shanty shacks. Made with all this material, I kid you not. I come across a guy talking to a tree, like having a conversation with a tree.
0: Well, he was tripping hard, wasn't?
2: And it's just like you, It was just piles and piles of metal over here, wood over here, plastic over there. Damn, that's like out, mom. Come to find out, him and his wife like to do take reusable resources and build shanty shacks for them. Nowhere on the listing did it say the property was being used for a homeless encampment of shanty shacks of people with different mental disabilities. So here I am paying to be in the middle of this experimental homeless area. So grabbed all my shit before the guy wakes up and I leave. Took pictures of everything. And from what I understand, I am one of the very few cases that Airbnb refunded everything and tried to book me a hotel and pay for it because of the listing. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Okay. That that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. But also, oh no, this sucks so much. Like, how? What did you at least feel the spirit of the area? Be like, oh yeah, this is what being homeless is like. You paid for the full like hobo experience. <laughs> like, was it was <laughs> it good? Like, no. Would you recommend
2: it? Like,
4: <laughs> ten out of ten would not recommend.
2: Okay. Now looking back on it, if I was more, if the photos were of current realistic settings and it was explained what was going on there that I could have made a decision versus being dropped into the middle of it. Right. Then maybe I could have had a better understanding, but looking at pictures that were over 10, 15 years old of a really nice cabin in the woods you know, and then finding out later that this place is being used for other means versus nowhere was this disclaimer at. But so I talked, I I was still shook up about it, and I sat talked about it at work, and they were like, Oh no, was it the old cabin near the water? Nah. I'm like, Yes. The locals call it the murder cabin. Oh shit. <laughs> the
4: story gets better and better and
2: better so there's the appalachian trail goes right along the creek right on the other side of the property so people run the appalachian for exercise and they say they try to never go alone near there because of the way the place looks i'm talking about straight up like out of a horror movie and i slept there mm-hmm. <laughs> but and you and you didn't die and i did not die i did not you didn't die well i mean they weren't very did you die they were not very big people and i don't think they would want to cut me up and ruin the carpet and it would take a lot of them to bring me down from the second story so (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) maybe they would have killed me on the first floor or outside so they could have done something better with my body? I don't know.
3: Well, I mean, we've all seen different scary movies. Like, you know, they could have said, like, hey, you should come through this trail in the woods, and like the Freddie versus Jason guys out there, or like oh, I mean, I don't know. I
2: don't There's know. There's so many, there. so many good yeah. ones. Well, they showed me another place, the guy that was there was a couple people up that morning, and this they were showing just me this
4: too much other I part can't of the cabin.
2: Them. Huh?
4: I cannot handle this story. Keep
2: going. <laughs> they showed me an other part of the cabin where the homeowner was living, but apparently squirrels got in there and just ransacked the damn place. Like the entire kitchen, everything had been like plundered through all the, it looked like more like a bear had gone through it than squirrels. I mean, <laughs> damn. Um, so damn. I don't know if I will go that route of Airbnb again. But at the same time, part of me says that because my job does give me expenses to be into a hotel room, do I just go and find a cheap, nasty hotel and just pay for it to only use the shower and bathroom? No, because that's and, how you get bed bugs. And besides, no, no, I'm not it's talking about it, Oh, God. I'm not talking about sleeping in there. I'm talking about just Still. going in there to take a shit and take a shower. That's it. And sleep in so my So you're going to
4: take your stuff in there with you?
2: I would put it on top of, I'd probably wear the same clothes in as I wore out. Okay. Or here is another interesting fact. I have never, and I don't know how to go about, how do you go up to a hotel and say, Hey, I want to purchase this room for just an hour.
0: <laughs> um, you say I want Well,
3: there's specific work. hotels for that though. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and those. Nah, you no. don't want to go in there barefoot. Like, no. Like, <laughs> shower. I mean, I've, uh. I've got other options. The, one,
0: the ones that you would go into won't let you do it for an hour. Right. The ones that you actually would go into, they won't let they won't let you rent it for an hour. So, so I I I've got to figure out how to find it.
2: these hour hotels that I can just run in there by myself, get a shower, and get out.
4: Okay, I've never tried it, but I know there are people that have I've seen it on like every thread ever about showers where people say you can go to the hotel and say, hey, look, I'm traveling. I just need a shower. I have a place to stay. I just need a quick shower. You know, can I throw you 15 bucks and shower in between cleaning of rooms and people And they'll let you do it. So I don't know exactly what kind of ah. hotels you're looking for to do that. But I have seen it on pretty much every thread ever in like van groups about showers.
3: So I can vouch for that around national Mm -hmm. parks. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing. And the hotels around national parks are like luxury hotels. So it's not convenient to drop 150, you know, 115 bucks for a luxury, like travel hotel, like nah. So you go to like the cheaper ones and like, yeah, they totally let you, um, See, I've never oh, tried that. Usually, like, they charge you by the hour, but not by the hour. So they say, like, oh, it's 15 minutes. And, like, you know, if you're realistic, the showers don't take that long. So like, oh, yeah, cool. So they give you 15 minutes of, like, uh, water, and you use the service room. So there's usually, like, already a clean shower, and it's pretty mellow.
2: Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to check into that one. Like would you like just walk up there in the mornings or like call ahead of time? Like how would you go about doing this?
0: I would go after seven o'clock. Because then the manager, the day manager's gone. Usually the day managers are have a cob up their butt. Mm. I mean like
2: So you, you would do it I mean? at nighttime versus early in the morning. Yes. But cleaning usually happens during the day, though.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
4: I would just call ahead of time. I would just call. I would look up a few hotels that are decent, you know, that are decent but are not terribly expensive, and just be like, "Hey, I'm traveling through. I just need a shower before I go to work. Would you?" But the problem is, I'm in that area. Do that.
2: I'm in that area for two weeks. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not
4: like
3: you shower every day,
2: right? Exactly. So you go
4: to a few different hotels. It's not like you're in an area the size Damn. of where I'm at. You're in a big metro area. So it's not like you're gonna be seen from one hotel to the next. And yeah. you're not you're nondescript. You're not like me where you're freaking obvious as shit. Like everyone knows who I am when my van's going down the road. Nobody knows shit about you when your van's going down the road. So I I think you're probably reading into it more than you need to.
3: Yeah, I agree with that last part.
2: Well, I'm just hoping that some silver lining ice cube and hell's chance that the gyms open back up by September.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, Ours still- are.
0: Our Planet Fitness showers are open. Pennsylvania's oh, no, we are don't even
4: have gyms open yet our gyms not oh, open yeah. to like what phase three and we're in phase one and a half so new york is going really into happening. phase
2: new york uh-huh. is going into phase four and there's no mentioning of gyms in phase four for opening up like the gyms are looking at suing the governor
4: How many what, really? well, how many phases do they have because we only have four
2: I think four is their last phase.
4: Oh, that's weird. Well, they're not going to bring gyms back? They just want the people to be fat?
2: Woo!
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> confused. No. no. Like, I don't know. We
4: need gyms. What the hell? Especially I, in the you... cities. The cities need it more so because...
3: I, I, I don't like... know if you guys heard about the gyms in San Diego. They put up these, like, cool little plastic bubbles... And people were like, yeah, I'll jump into a bubble. I'll have my social distance space. They would run and like these things would steam up. And your only option is to jump into like the steamy thing. Like, it's just like, eh. <laughs> just to be able to use a treadmill. So of course a bunch of people got oh, sick and like they gosh. shut down the planet, the 24 hour fitness. That
0: was That was. This smart. Is right...
2: Yeah, we and they closed like 150 branches because of that.
0: <laughs> we know what, what coast the smart people are on.
2: <clears throat> now the other thing I had to look up is I'm in Alabama and Alabama is one of the multiple States that are on oh. quarantine lists for a lot of the Northeastern States. So I had to spend 40 minutes on the phone the other day yesterday with the COVID hotline of New York. I had to go through three people before someone could legitimately give me answers. So, I have to quarantine for 14 days before I can be a normal citizen in their state means I've got to have 14 days that I am not in the state of Alabama. So I know I'm going to be a week in Pennsylvania and then I go to New York. So they're like, all right, so you got seven days out of the way. And then when you come in, you have seven more days to finish out your quarantine.
3: You just have to quarantine longer in Pennsylvania.
2: I've got a schedule, so I can't. So I asked him, I said... But so you I... lie. But no, you wait. Lie. You,
1: wait, wait, no. You, wait, no.
2: No. Wait, wait, wait. This is where it gets really fucked up, y'all. There's a work extension. I mean, ex- a, a exemption.
0: Exemption, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay.
2: So... If I'm there for work and I'm maintaining social distancing, washing my hands and wearing a face mask, I can go to work while being in quarantine. Right.
3: So I can I mean... go in... well, that's what we're doing at the farm right now. There's separate booths, everyone has to be spaced out. They just bought a bunch of masks, <laughs> uh, blah. But people are not allowed near the people the family because, you know. Yeah. social
2: distance and stuff and i'm thinking but Ooh, jackie's got a normal- corona and i'm like isn't that the normal precautions anyway for this bitch it is it's cannabis, this, not
0: corona it's a dab of this a dab of that cannabis <laughs> not corona
4: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But i asked her i said well that just sounds like your normal precautions with dealing with COVID.
4: just, and just she in goes,
2: case well, yeah but when you're not at work you can't be out lollygagging or going to the movies or going to a mall. And I'm like, but are your movies and malls open? No.
0: Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. I miss nice. the
2: movies. I miss the movies. i thinking to myself, what am I being quarantined for? I'm, I'm here. Like I'm still going to be able to go to work. All I got to do is the same protocols are requiring everybody else, but I'm under quarantine. I can still go yeah. with Sean. So, like, I don't understand what the quarantining is about that. You know? I, well, I mean... I feel I like, think we, go ahead. Sorry.
4: I feel like we're in something that's unprecedented. We've never experienced this before. We're not on this scale, anyways. We've never really experienced this before in our generation. And no one alive has really ever truly experienced this. So... The reality is just nobody knows what the fuck we're doing. And so we're. Hey, just Dave, trying to stop figure shaking that thing.
3: We well, look, corona is like a really big, serious <laughs> problem. My mom's in the yeah. hospital with corona in another country, mm-hmm. and I'm freaking out. The low level yeah, anxiety now really? about the Rona is for real. It's my mom. Oh my it's
4: God. It's my mom. Uh, it's hey. like.
3: Where oh could, my gosh, didn't it's terrifying. You
4: tell me, how is, she, how is she doing today? Like, is she doing any better today? Just I well, just want know.
3: I haven't heard from her today. Um, okay. They, today's the last day that she can be pressed into oxygen. And if they can't get her off of the oxygen, they're either going to have to intubate. Or the worst option would be to send her home with oxygen because they're just sending her home to die. So we're freaking out. We're absolutely just, you know, pedaled to the metal, full-blown anxiety right now. And uh but Oh no.
0: uh, Where is she at?
3: She the hospital she's in is in Mexico City, but we live outside of Mexico City. So yeah. uh she's about three hours from home right now. And uh she has her iPad and her phone and she's been in there for five days right now. But she's been terribly sick for like a week before, you know, she's been sick sick.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so she, all she's been
3: happened. doing is quarantining. So we're like, How the heck did this happened? This is nuts. So we're freaking do they out. have Sorry. her
0: on a mask or just a nasal cannula?
3: Right now, the nasal stuff. Yeah. Are the oxygen they is helping, up, gonna,
0: but are they going to up her up to a um a non rebreather mask?
3: Well, that's what we're hoping doesn't have to happen, and that she just magically gets up and walks out. But I no, won't well, find out well, until this five. This mask
0: is not intubation. I would go. I would no. tell them first to do the mask before they would go to innovation
3: well it's also mexico so i'm at the mercy of the doctor Um, that's currently helping that's right
0: oh
1: i have no say
3: no nothing i just get the medical updates once a day and it usually happens around like five Mm -hmm. and i haven't checked because of full-blown anxiety the first thing i was just in the mountains and the first thing i did is coming down was call you guys i'm like yeah i forgot the interview (laughs) oh sorry no it's okay there's no use in worrying she's either gonna walk out or this is gonna suck (laughs)
4: <laughs> this is a good way though to like deal with your shit before you deal with your shit i think this is like a pre-therapy appointment you know
1: oh
3: yeah yeah, yeah so guys, shit. the mask for real please wear it be safe you know social distance because if you can't separate yourself i don't doubt that you don't ha- that you're like covid free but like for the safety of everyone else i don't know
2: Two-week vacation? What? No. (laughs) Uh, Well, I've been on vacation since March, dude.
4: I enjoyed my quarantine. Just saying.
2: I've been hating it. I stay
0: quarantined, and then when I go out in public, I don't talk to anybody.
2: I wore a mask for the first (laughs) time at Walmart the other day because my county is having a high increase. And for the most part, we've only had 13 cases in my town, and that's quadrupling almost every day.
3: So, like, I'm glad you started wearing a mask, but like, a mask doesn't protect you. Yeah, a mask protects, protects others if else. you get sick. So everyone needs to be wearing masks.
2: Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. But my I... problem is, wait, that a minute.
0: I noticed... what? Say that again.
3: Okay, so the mask does not keep you safe. The mask keeps other people safe if you get sick. So if we all wear masks, it reduces the amount of people that can get sick. So, like, if I if I hear people coughing and I'm like, oh, crap, and I cover up, I, I'm still going to get sick. But what, what this will do is keep me from, like, spreading the sickness over to other people, too. The goal is to, like, social distance away from people coughing everywhere. And if we all wear the masks, it's, like, a million times easier to be corona-free. Also, I'm speaking from a level of paranoid up to here that, like, I've been – that's all I've been doing for the last three days is Googling everything. Like, I'm just – yeah but that's yeah. the the most reasonable makes most sense idea of wearing a mask and i have a bunch and they're all cool colors
1: <laughs> in washington
4: state for those of you who don't know in washington state as of today it is um legal for businesses and they're actually required legally to ban you from entering if you are yeah if you are not wearing a mask so you in washington state at this point if you are within so many yards of another person and i think it's basically if you're anywhere where other people are you have to wear a mask by law so even just taking that, a walk in uh, the park we have to have a we have to have a mask going to the grocery store we have to have a mask if you do not have a mask you will not be allowed to be entering businesses it's they i mean washington is is gotten Our city did, did that today but,
0: our city went in fact yeah. today this morning
3: and, and, and in oregon when they've made that. the these masks mandatory anytime mm-hmm. you're <laughs> indoors but outdoors they don't care Hey, quit screaming over there.
2: <laughs> right. See, yeah, Alabama, that's how our city is. They, that's they cool. are recommending in Alabama, but our governor said that they do not have the resources, nor do they feel it's worth the time to try to cite people or and try to enforce a mask nah. where they're only going to suggest, highly suggest that you wear them. But what I noticed with mine is, when I get to work, I have to talk with mine on, I have to give instructions as a photographer yeah. and most of the mask I've got as I talk, either my mouth goes out the bottom or it comes below my nose. So I need oh. a bigger mask. Make your own. Yeah. So my sister told me that they're apparently the masks are quite large in Hawaii. So she's going to send me a few Hawaiian print ones from hawaii because she said it was too big for her face she goes i think it'll be big enough for you that you can talk in it like the like we went to the courthouse today and to go into the courtroom you had to put a mask on and even with that paper one as i tried to talk it was going up or down it won't stay on my face
3: these are made out of cotton and they have a pocket in case if you're freaking out you want to add another layer of security oh yeah uh, and I just had a bunch of new ones made. I'm supposed to get between 22 and 24 brand new ones. And they're the other style, like the, the ones that are easier on your face. But well, they're also made out of the pleated
2: ones yellow be tie dye. The what one? I think the pleated ones, sort of like that style, would be better for what I need. Because the ones that are well, uh, shaped to your face are the ones that are actually I'm having more problems with.
3: Oh, well, um, this is still like pressed against my face pretty hard and this is like cotton and i can breathe out of it pretty well Uh, it's just you know after wearing it for a while it gets soggy so you're like "Ah, i can't breathe (gasps) and you can't take it off you can't i work 13
2: hours a day and i have to do a lot of talking and instructions and especially since all my job we're not going to be any close contacts
3: you might need a lot of these oh yeah call your local alterations lady dude it's like the easiest thing in the world and you can pick the style if she has lots of fabrics
2: i have a few people but i like i said my sister's gonna send me some from hawaii so that'll be cool with the hawaiian patterns that's
3: nice and hawaii's got their shit together they're not letting people in right now are they
2: Oh, you can come in, but once they, you have to tell them what hotel and you take a piece of paper when you go to that hotel saying that if you leave your room, the hotel is responsible at calling in the law and reporting you for not staying in your room. So you have to stay It'll in your we- room well, for 14 days.
0: Well, mm-hmm. so you send going to Hawaii if you can't
2: leave your room. That's why a lot of people have changed, but a lot of their a lot of people didn't buy travel insurance. Or their insurance doesn't cover a pandemic, so they have they've spent the money, they're gonna lose it. Insurance from
3: insurance, whatever. You don't need insurance. You might as well I'm go out there and be ready a lot for a
0: A lot of people are given um refunds if they don't wanna if they don't wanna go.
2: Some are having what issues is, with it from my scene. Huh. And it could just been like their travel person or whatever, you know what I mean? However they booked it. Maybe, yeah. You know. Uh, so Robin, what do you have anything to tell us while we wait for Jacqueline to come back? Uh any subject news uh in the nomad world? Uh, didn't you build something recently to try to outdo me? Oh no,
0: look, no, I did not. That is a lie. I did not. There's no way I can outdo you. I did build me a shower, though. Outside, how are you nice. liking that? It is. It is nowhere near yours. Nowhere near yours.
2: Do I need um, to send you some prayer flags and some LED you know, solar? I would
0: love some <laughs> prayer flags and yeah, um, some Lays or something. Yeah, I would. I would love. Matter of fact, my me and my cousin were talking about getting some lays and draping them around or something like that but prayer flags will work too Mm. talking about this yeah yeah prayer flags will work work too something to you know put it up there (laughs) i've got to go up and get a hey robin oh god Um
3: <laughs> but okay, so yeah. Where do you guys live? That you live on compounds? That you I, have outdoor showers. That sounds amazing to me.
0: So uh, I'm in South Carolina at my family homestead.
3: Very cool.
2: Dave, if you go to my Adventures of Hermes in my bus, yes. then you'll see the link to the tiny compound, which is my property. It has its own cool. Instagram.
1: Very and cool. And
2: you will see the, actually under Adventures of Hermes, before I got, did the compound one, the step-by-step of us building the outdoor shower is shown. With yeah. It.
3: We use one at the, at the farm, so I'm used to it. This is going to be my first time going there with other people around, so I'm like, it's going to be interesting. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I what love showering might- outside.
2: Mine's all private, got a shower curtain with it. But Dave, you should. It seems like you're open with nudity after that picture on the bridge I saw on your Instagram.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, I laughed so hard when I saw that. Wait, what? What's your Instagram handle? What?
3: (laughs) It's punch to the teeth. All one word. Punch Punch to the teeth. One word.
4: I laughed so fucking hard.
3: Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, like, afraid of nudity.
2: It's just. What that, did you I do, say um, to
4: me before the episode? You're like, it's clothing optional?
2: That, ah. uh, that's my shower, Dave. Oh, that's super, dude, that's, it's
0: that's super super cool. It's really cool. It's nice. He's got a knife. Okay. yeah, he's got it decked out.
3: The place, the one I was showering at is ghetto. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like one of those hot do water heaters bolted into a tree, and there's, like, two pieces of plywood sticking out to kind of cover you.
2: Like it's like, uh, eh. <laughs> but hey, you get the I'm shower. will see Johnny
4: next year. That's the plan, right, Johnny? I'm gonna come see you next year.
2: Oh yeah, any well, anytime I'm home, you know, like the like the Instagram says, nomads are welcome. Just <sighs> let me know when you're passing through. I've had what five, six nomads this summer.
4: It'll be in that July because is- we're going to the Godzilla festival.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Where is that at? That sounds In like Chicago. Amazing.
4: <laughs> In Chicago. So that's wow. like our plan for next year is to do cross country. And we're gonna hit up um Memphis to see my family because it's like I don't know, like ten hours from Chicago or something. Oh fucking no. And, then and six then, hours from
2: Memphis. Yeah,
4: he's only six hours from Memphis. So it's like right. well, Shit, we might as well add a few more states. And by then Robin will be over here, so it'll be fine. David's in Oregon, so we can go ahead and see him any old time. Well, no, so, dude, like, know. wait,
3: wait! I have family in Southern Illinois that I still have to go see because they graduate next year. So, like, you know. Well, I think we oh just God, need bye-bye. to plan.
0: Bye-bye. We need to plan a get together at Johnny's. Like, <laughs> oh my can God, you? yes! Can we do that?
3: After the pandemic, that
4: would be the best.
0: Yeah. Yes, but like I think that's what we need to do. As as long
4: as the Godzilla Festival doesn't get cancelled, we're going to no, Chicago next no. year. Did they you can't cancel Godzilla? And like, we they canceled it for this year, and we were like super disappointed. And then we're like, that's fine because it means we don't have to fly, we can drive, we can take the van, and like do a whole like trip cross country, and it's gonna be wicked cool. Then we'll be real nomads, and <laughs> yeah. Real <laughs> nomads, what, what okay. real nomads,
2: okay, okay. Okay, okay, Let's stop for a minute. What, okay, Robin, what's your definition of a nomad? Uh, I don't know. Um, because hang on, hang on. Because I mean, everybody Robin, has on, a wait, 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 pause, pause. Because Robin will be like, these people coming into these groups online, they just don't understand what a Nomad is. <laughs> so Robin, what is a Nomad? It ain't
0: living in your damn mama's apart in your mama's basement. That's the sure. sewer. I mean, what if you live in the mama's yard?
4: I don't
2: know. What's the definition of a nomad? I don't know. I don't care.
4: Exactly. Yeah. what's your definition of a nomad? I feel like a nomad has something more to do with your heart than anything else. It has to do with the ability to change and adapt and move around and find peace in different places. And for me, like, yeah, I've only lived in a van for a couple of years, and I haven't really been super nomadic because of work. But like before that, I've lived in like 10 different states in 10 years, like I've lived all over the places, moved, I've, I've grown, I've found more through traveling and embracing new cultures and finding new places and living in those places and adapting to those places than I ever have any other way. In my life. So I don't know. I guess a nomad is someone who finds peace in the change, maybe.
0: Well, then I'm not, I'm not, because I can't find peace nowhere.
4: You know what? You would if you would get your ass out here.
0: I I got. You. I'm waiting on my tag. I'm waiting on my tag. That's all. Girl, you need on.
4: to get out here in these alpine mountains and just. I know I do. I do. waiting you know on tags. I mean? You need to be where you are standing on the beach and you are looking at an alpine mountain. Like uh, that's where you need to be. Yes. You need To experience that, and then your soul will be fine. So just don't yes. even worry about it. You, you need, need to, to be, be by the water. Out here. Yes. Oh, I love here well, I used to live on the my sailboat. Coast.
0: So yeah. West coast. I love the water.
4: Um I'm super excited you guys I'm going to the ocean again this year. Twice in one year and it hadn't been for like 15 years before that. <laughs> but I'm um I'm going again, but we're going into like the Olympic forest and like up into the mountains, but also into like a rainforest. I'm going to a rainforest on my birthday. Oh. Like, I'm so stoked because I can't climb St. Helens on my birthday this year. So I'm doing a rainforest instead. And I'm like super stoked.
2: Awesome. Dave, what's Sam your Boston. definition of a nomad?
3: Oh, I don't think it's like a thing of the heart, I think it's a thing, a thing of family. Um, a, a nomad's like a person who wanders. Uh, who travels, who can't stay in the same place, and they're always moving around. But, like, I think that whole, family is uh, also part of a uh, societal, I don't know, genre. Whereas you have, like, the social elite who all hang out in their mansions or whatever, and then you have, like, the people of the cities and having the cliques. Nomads, I think, hang out with other nomads. And it's the people who, like, aren't stuck, grounded to that one specific place. Right? Right? Like, right? yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm a nomadic traveler, but like, you know, I, I don't, I don't like pride. I don't like wear the shirt that says nomad and like grow, you know, um, what those, what like Ross does and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I think it's a, yeah, but I think it's like a tier of society where it's people who wander, you know? You guys have to pee.
1: Yes, I agree.
3: I'm going to be back. <laughs> yeah, right, can we well, take a break,
2: Johnny, please? Let's take a quick break from... Oh, sweet. Maybe we'll have a scheduled, uh, I mean, a okay. sponsor this week. I don't know. We'll see after the break.
0: Ball sex. This episode is brought to you by The Face Mask. Keep your damn germs to yourself
2: yeah but you just keep your dreams to yourself and we're back motherfuckers i hope you have one of these when you go out in the to the real world and you're not in a van no more remember keep yourself safe keep others safe just like if you pee on someone without pants if you put pants on you can't pee on them as much so we are back <laughs> and jacqueline i do believe you have something from the heart to talk to us about this evening Okay,
4: so I know some of y'all have probably known, nobody watches the show, what am I talking about? Anyways, <laughs> people might have noticed that I have been missing the last couple weeks, and that's because I have a child, and... A what? Um, that, that a child, a human, a tiny human came out of me, and it gave birth to you're singing. a tiny human. I know, he, oh my god, you guys, he's like fourth percentile for like... His age. He's so small, so funny. Anyway, <laughs> I feel bad. Anyway, right, tiny human. Okay. Anyways, I have a tiny human. He's my world. Um, he has come to live with me, and I really thought that we would be able to make nomad life work. And in some ways, we really do, and it's a lot of fun, and we have a blast like all the time, but. He has experiences in life that he needs to have some stability. And because of that, I want to, or I'm going to, I should say, I don't really want to, but I'm, I'm at that point where I need to um, take a break from nomad life and kind of settle into a community for a while and embrace some stability um, which is weird because like I feel like you nomad know, life is stable, just in a different way. Um, but like he needs a different kind of stability than I need. So I am going to step into that world and do that. But I don't, I don't know, like, this is the first time in two years that I've been like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna stay somewhere long-term and this is gonna be my life now. So I wonder what y'all have experiences with in stepping into that world of, okay, I'm still gonna travel, I'm still gonna move around, I'm still gonna do things, but for this period of my life, I'm gonna stay still and I'm gonna dedicate my life to this community. So how do you do that and how do you embrace it in a way that's healthy and doesn't cause issues later on? (laughs)
2: Part of like, I travel, you know, four months at a time, eight a year. And the majority of time that I'm home is over the summer months. So Mm -hmm. it's, I literally go from travel, 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 travel to dead stop. Back to my property and having to be a property owner and maintain that and try to get back in the normal life. But some people call it like their feet start itching. But for me, this place is a lot bigger than my van, but it feels like it starts closing in on me. I need something different. I need to be somewhere else. So I have to get out about once a month to just get away, go on a small trip, do something to just – because it is hard to get back into that focus of not moving, sitting still. Um, One of the things that, like, I do is – I refuse to put a laundry, I mean, a washing machine and dryer here at my property because I'm so used to, while on the road, going to a laundromat and getting everything done. That's still kind of like my little bit of peace that even though while I'm sitting still, I can still go out to that laundromat and feel like a sense of normalcy. Wait, wait. I what happens the four year
3: the four month the other chunk of the year that you don't travel, does laundry just pile up?
4: No.
2: I do laundry every week at a laundry mat. When I'm traveling for work and living in my van, I have laundry when I'm home. Weekly I go Wait, and I my try. laundry as well. Well, home being my non-traditional tiny house compound that I live in, you know, and I have space that I can put a washing machine and dryer in my storage shed. But, but I right, then but you it just get locked in. You get stuck. You're right. Exactly. Gives you a give reason to get out.
4: Gives exactly. you a reason to get out. I get that.
2: So that's sort it, of my. Oh, the other thing is. Uh, like, I go to the grocery store once a week. I don't get a crap ton of food, but mm-hmm. like, I'll get extra milk because I make my lattes one to two times a day. Oh, so, my <laughs> lattes. Damn. Look at this guy
0: <laughs> with his damn espresso machine.
2: Thank you, Rolling Rogan, for a great espresso machine that you didn't know how to use.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I'll be right back. Be right back. But um, yeah, like, so my refrigerator stays on in my van all the time. So like I actually keep extra gallons of milk in my refrigerator in the van. So whenever I run out of milk here in the main house, it's not like, Oh, let me go to a store. I literally go out. My van is still usable. Not only getting me back and forth between town and little trips, but I still actively use the stuff that's in it, you know? I don't know. Strange. I don't know. So what is? I don't
0: know, but I'll swap. I'll swap places with um Jack. She can come stay here while I and I live in her van.
2: (laughs) I hear you think you can go from that big space to
0: little Washington. I'm about to lose you. Damn it.
2: Houston, we have a problem. Signal is deteriorating.
3: Sorry, I'm I'm looking at, I just got updates from my mom and like there's no update is the update. So it's just, guys, everyone, like this whole mask thing, it's, it's real. This, this, I, I, you know what? I'll be the sponsor. I'll make up, I'll be the one, I'll pay for the sponsor. Jesus Christ, everyone has to wear a mask now. Ah, fucking paranoia. Sorry. So, Dave, what's
2: your experience from Nomad? So you said you were getting an apartment soon. How are you going to Oh, okay. So um,
3: I planned ahead, and the farm that I work out, it is eight hours away in the middle of the mountains, in the middle of nowhere. So I get to, and and I I guess I have the space and the area and everything to, like, park for a good week it's uh beautiful and like it's out in the river and like there's nothing nothing works out there and i survive off of anyways it's beautiful i'm really 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 stoned i'm sorry so um i got a job there and i do like physical labor so i get to work out and that's part of recovering from lyme disease and um this apartment i'm getting is right in the heart of the city I'm right in front of the fairgrounds and the fairgrounds are closed. So I have a ginormous field for myself every morning so my dog can run around. And if I land to do this correctly, I can work once a week, uh, stay at a campground for a week at no cost, as long as I take care of this place. So I'm not officially leaving the van life. I'm just settling into a town so I can somehow have a life and it's just, it's the craziest thing ever. It's so hard to travel with Corona that you don't understand the level of joy and the excitement of being able to have my own private area to hang out in. See, but I'm
1: in I work that, eight man. hours
3: away on purpose so I can get out. Like I need to be out. I am not ready to give up on the van life.
2: Right. And it See, pays well. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, during COVID, I haven't been in my van. I've been back on my property, but I've been hosting nomads as well who have come through the area, needed a place to quarantine at for a month or as they're passing through. So I have given a couple of people that options, which has helped me stay with the community. But like I said, here in a month, a little over a month, I'm going to be thrown right back into van life. And... Possibly the second wave of COVID. You know, it's it's stepping back up, and if it, if well, I even go back to work, I've got to figure out. Like I was saying that's earlier, it, that's that it. Do you have I'm to go back from, to work? I, I'm in luxury by having a shower I can take anytime, a toilet yeah. that I can use anytime, but I'm locked down here. And I'm fixing to go out to back into the real world of being under or, scrutiny. And or, 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 hold on, I'm going to stop you right there. Or
3: we can start extending your compound so you can start growing your own food. You know, having a vegan diet is not a terrible thing. And the amount of money that you save, like, okay, what, what are the laws in your state about growing marijuana?
2: Oh, I'm in Alabama. <laughs> it's- Alabama uh, no. <laughs> Gambling gambling will all right they have not let the lottery here in and my my lifetime they keep coming up with it's the devil's money it's a sin gambling will happen <laughs> in Alabama before a recreational pot will happen So do you have to stay in Alabama That's where my property is where my family is so I have an uh a 60 something year old mother we have three acres that we share so i have to kind of be here to help her maintain the property and then at top of that i've still got bills you know i'm paying a brand new um 2017 van off and i've got so, a credit card debt.
3: could i introduce you to the wonderful new world of hydroponic gardening
2: if i was was staying here i would look at something like that but i would literally go fucking bonkers being here like i've been here now march april may june i'm in my fourth month i'm going into a fifth month i've never been home longer than four months it's usually three months in the summer and a month during the holiday so you must be going nuts I am because I'm so used to every week being in a different state, a different town, weekends, traveling, taking in different sites. And this is as long as I've been still in one place, you know, so I'm ready to so get angry. Back yeah, dude, this sucks. But like, there's also a
3: pandemic out there. That's killing one in 19 hospitalized people for it right now. And like, we know that's terrible. Like, I don't, I don't have like the, the magical health, I think that if I got it, I'd die. I have the lungs and I smoke, like this is the worst. No. And I, and I have this, like a, uh, <laughs> I have Lyme disease, dude, this sucks. If I get sick, it will be terrible.
2: But like, I mean, I'm overweight. I have high blood pressure. I vape. Um, (laughs) I miss vaping so much. (laughs) Sorry. Here we go. So it's. I mean, it's not good for me. But if the studies are correct that I've been seeing, I've got O blood type, and that's being more statistically is more asymptomatic than having major issues.
3: Yeah, but that fucking sucks anyways. Right. Like, Uh, like, it's not like a guarantee, though, either.
2: Right. It's like the other
3: part is like, if you go asymptomatic and you're still traveling, are you going to get other people sick, too? I know. That's that's a big reason why I'm also parking, because I move too much, and I miss the privacy of my own bathroom. But like, (laughs) and the the kitchen, oh, I'm going to have counter space. It's going to be beautiful. And I have a refrigerator. Oh my gosh, it's going to be, like, the van life is going to be so much easier, dude.
2: There's my counter space.
3: You don't have, dude. Okay, I mean, it's it's more than what I have. That's, that's, <laughs> whew, I wish I had that much in my van. Uh, that would right be beautiful.
2: Where this espresso machine is, that is my only yeah. counter space. This is technically my stove that I put a, a top over it.
3: Oh, shit. It does look pretty nice, dude.
2: I have... It's a FEMA trailer It's a, so a $3,000 FEMA trailer. Hell yeah, dude. You know? No, I don't. Tell me more because,
3: like, shit, I'd pay money for that. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, I've got a I FEMA trailer. I just don't trailer. own land. It's got real plumbing, so I don't have a holding tank. And yeah. then I've got a 12 by 16 metal utility shed that's set up as the TV room or spare bedroom when people come over and then I've got the outdoor shower and then I've got a small storage workshop Ah, this
3: way here so you can see the sunset with me
2: oh yeah yeah are you (laughs) gonna hold my hand socially distancing
3: here if you stretch out if you reach to the camera it'll look like Uh, we're
2: holding (laughs) (laughs) hands. Oh, oh hey, no, no, put it down, put it down. No, what's up?
3: <laughs> what are you
4: weirdos doing?
2: We were holding hands watching the sunset over the lake. Wait, it's
4: sunset already? Holy shit. No, it's not. Not here, is. How is the um, sunset where you are? We're in the same fucking time as a weirdo.
3: Well, it's, it's cloudy for me. And I'm much further, um, I'm much closer to the coast than you are, I think. Well, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at honestly. Back in Oregon's just beautiful. It doesn't matter where you go. Jesus. You no, know, I've never been in
2: Oregon, Washington, uh Montana, Dude. Wyoming, but I've been in all the other states except for Alaska. There's only five of the lower 48. I've not been in for this job and Alaska I haven't been in.
3: Dude, I mean, Oregon is the tits. There's no nice way to put to say it.
2: Oh my joint. No.
3: Um So, like, where the towns are, the roads are flat. Like, towns are in flat areas, but you're constantly surrounded by mountains. So, um, the curvy-ass mountains here are just, dude, you get lost in the woods here. It's beautiful. It's – everything's green. And, like, when it's summer, it's – there's lakes and rivers and dams everywhere. I live next to the third cleanest river in the country, the Mackenzie or something like that. And, like – and that's, if you weren't, that's where nomad, jump into shower.
2: <laughs> if you wasn't a nomad, you couldn't call that your backyard. Well, I mean, well, you could if you wanted to pay the high rent and everything there. But as being well, a nomad, that is now your backyard.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I being sick means I'm disabled. So I got into, well, right. Like I lucked out when it comes down to getting affordable housing. Like I hit the the lottery. So this is like. I can't let it go. No. So, I, but I'm staying in the van life, which I'm going to circle back to the topic because I'm super high, <gasps> and I don't have enough battery. And um, so I'm, I'm just. Oh, what you have is—it sounds like you have an amazing homestead. And like, I I know that while this pandemic's going on, so far all the studies have shown that something works, and they have continuously been wrong. I don't know. I'm just freaking out. I think because of a, a virus, you have a personal, you have a our personal life needs to
2: reason. change
3: for a minute. <laughs> yeah.
2: You have a personal connection to the virus where a lot of others do not.
3: Yeah, that's uh, true.
2: But I do believe we have circled everything for today. So, Dave, thank you so much yeah. for being on the episode, bud and hey I re- thank you for having me this has been great oh yeah um don't leave we're gonna still stay on here but we are ending the show everybody see you all next week
4: it's hey. happy hour motherfuckers <laughs>